Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is March 14th, and we're up to episode 188. Welcome, Daniel. How are you doing? I am great. March 14th. Do you know what today is, Gavin? Nope. Pi Day. Oh, Pi Day. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Uh, my wow. wife's uh, school is having a Pi Day where they get the Pi teachers. They go into raffle to one kid per teacher to get pied. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, cool, Pi Day. Man, I'm too busy to even realize. Well, aren't you glad we uh, are doing this together? Yeah, exactly. Podcast means... Uh, I'm actually up to date on a few things now and then anyway. So cool. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for joining me. And, uh, first up, let's thank our sponsors. So thank you. Auto solutions, the makers of cold box, command box, forge box, test box, all your favorite boxes out there. Maybe a few new ones coming soon. Ooh, do tell in good time. So <laughs> as always, there's several ways you can say thanks back to Ortis. You can like us on YouTube, uh, like our videos, like our star GitHub repos, Subscribe to our podcast where refined podcasts are sold. Actually, this is free, so it's okay. Here you can sign up for uh, CFCast, either free or paid account. Buy some merch, buy our books. And uh, you know what else you could do, Gavin? What can we do, Daniel? You could join us for the 10th Into the Box in person only in Houston on May 17th through the 19th, 2023. That's right. Man, put me on the spot there. I have to think. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know what? It's because I, I forgot the date off the top of my head. So I'm like, oh, Gavin would know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I just got it. After Mother's Day. Let me tell you, my wife is happy to shift me out for a for half a week. Yeah, I've got Mother's Day, my anniversary, and then I leave the next day. So <laughs> the wife's going to have a good week without me. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Sometimes she, she pretends she uh, misses me. But uh, well, she doesn't want to make you feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, we also want to thank our invigorating Patreon supporters. Without them, uh, we wouldn't be able to do all the great things we're doing. So we really appreciate it. Um, so right now we have 41 Patreons. Um, we actually have 42 because there's one, which uh, the country they're supporting us from doesn't support um, Patreon. It doesn't, something didn't work there. So we got 41 plus one. So 42 Patreons. And uh, basically, you know, got a few different goals out there. Um, we, we talked about updating goals last week. But long, long and short of it is, is that, you know, you guys are helping us achieve almost 26% uh, of our new uh, first goal. So we're just. We're working hard and, and just trying to get all these things supported and all their money goes towards all these great things. And the, the goal list includes getting all the funding for hosting forgebox.io and all the S3 stuff. And then we've got um, the command box CLI development. We want to keep that you know free. And so that goes towards helping that. And of course, these podcasts are supported as well. So you put all those crazy goals together. We're like 6%, but you know the thing is we got support and that's helping us do more than we could without them. So we appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Can't say that enough. We appreciate all of you. And if you're in the chat, say hello. I see six people watching, but nobody's saying anything. Who do we have today? That's a good Whatever question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if my chat's... Oh, there it is. My chat just... Hey! Yep. Mine just popped up. I was like, nothing was there. And then now there is, so... My favorite Californian... Californianers? 
Yep. Alongside Gavin and Esme. Yeah, we got a pretty cool little group here in Big Set, I do say so myself. But uh yep. So anyway, patreon.com slash water solutions, find more about the the perks there. And uh yeah, just again we appreciate each and every one of you and we'll highlight some of our top patrons at the end of the show, giving you an update on some of those perks as well. So Absolutely. If you ever don't feel the love, just let us know and you'll feel the love. Yep, for sure. Okay, so next up we have our news and announcements. Do we have anything worthy of announcing here? I think there's something hot off the presses, Daniel, well, right? Hot off the presses, and honestly, I haven't fully read it yet because it's, you know, hot off the presses. There's a critical security update for ColdFusion, APSB 23-25. Um, we'll go ahead and paste the link to the Adobe um, community forums talking about this. Um, it's an update 6 for 2021 and an update 16 for 2018. Um, if you look through the uh, release notes, um, they talk about turning off um, CF client is going to be disabled by default. And there's some uh, flags you can put in there for that. So CF client disabled by default. Uh, somebody listened to Adam Cameron, I guess. And so um, <laughs> there's also a way, though, if you want to need to turn it back on, you certainly can if you're using that. Um, or if you need it only for non-CFCs, you can do some of that, too. But yeah, go through the release notes. I said, I'm sorry we haven't had a chance to dive into it. I also got my email from Foundio. Thanks, Pete. Um, he always keeps us updated on what's going on with that too and, and check all that out. Yeah, it's interesting though. Yeah, it's basically the issues or mitigating issues basically around the variable underscore CF client. Um, and so, interesting. The security bulletin, I pasted it in as I well. I pasted a bunch of different stuff in there. That may have been the same thing. I apologize if it is. No problem. Yeah, I just thought, I'll put them all out there just in case. So, um, yeah. And the funny thing was, I looked this morning, it was not there until like 10 minutes before the show. So, this is very, oh, 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 very oh. fresh. And Charlie's in the chat. Thanks, Charlie, for joining us. It's a far more serious security vulnerability than the wording indicates. Please oh, wow. see a comment he added. Uh oh, let's go uh, take a look at that. Okay. Because, in my experience, when Charlie calls something out, you better read it. Yep. Actually, not to scare anybody, but you, uh, yeah. Where's the community? I'm gonna try and share out my screen here real quick if I can get this open. I'm trying to find his comment. Where's your comment there, sir? Okay. Discussions. Oh, they haven't. I don't see any comments on that. Are they hey, hiding Charlie, it? Can you post your comment in the link? We'll pull it up really quick. Yeah, I don't. Unless you're driving, then please don't. <laughs> Actually, this is on the portal, so that... Oh, the wanna, dirt. Yeah, this is oh, the community the site, not the portal site. So, got oh. it. That's why it's not showing up there. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't well, there I would ago. Just so. say, look for that comments from Charlie. Whenever you see these uh, security posts, it always behooves you to read what he has to say about them. Um, lots of info, extra info, gotchas, things you might have even thought about. Um, always, always, always. We like Charlie, and we appreciate you. How's that for showing some love? Yeah, I'm looking at the blogs, and everything's like ancient. Oh, where's the latest releases? It's always hard to find stuff on here. Let's see, man. No, you don't have it. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find it off the screen. Um, 
Well, I think, uh, yeah. everyone knows to go look for it. Yep, for sure. Okay, well, we'll move on. You guys can do some research on your own. Definitely look into that if you're using Adobe Cold Fusion 2018 or 2021. Um, not sure if it applies to 2016 or not. I didn't see that it did. Oh, it could be vulnerable. Yeah, so even if you're running 20, uh, sorry, 11 or 2016, have a look. Um, oh, but they, yeah, they're the not update updated. today was just for 21 and 18. So. Yeah, they don't go back and do those ones. So if you're on one of those versions, um, you may want to look at that. So I'm sure um, Pete will have something very soon out there. And, um, uh, not to plug him, but if you... Uh, if you need help updating stuff, reach out to Charlie. He is an expert at helping you secure things and also Foundio and all our other friends out there that can help you with this stuff. Yep. Um, more scary vulnerabilities. Uh, in case you missed it, um, the Mura CMS and the Master CMS vulnerability, um, the authentication bypass vulnerability information was released last week. So you guys can um, see that on the website, see how someone would actually get into your system so you can try to update, secure your system and try to actually access it as well if you'd like to. So um, you guys can go ahead and, and do that. So Gavin, really quick, um, Charlie just posted the link to his comment. Okay. Can pull up really quick. Yep, I will do. Thank you. And if you're listening to the chat, Charlie also posted that he can also help you with 2016 or 11 and how to protect yourselves. Um, but um, you should probably upgrade because those are pretty old. Yeah. So let me just zoom down here. Okay. So. To be clear, he has personally seen both the arbitrary code execution and the arbitrary file system read vulnerabilities having been perpetrated on multiple servers, and it is grave. Um, he's one of the people that actually reported it. Um, the blog post coming soon. But yeah, so, I mean, he's already seeing it out there, so people are already using it, so it's one of those things where, um, yeah, it's not just going to happen. Um, yeah, basically... It's, it's very serious. So thanks, Charlie, for bringing it to our attention. And he did email me this morning, but I was already in the, the podcast mode and didn't see that. So I apologize, Charlie. But thank you for reaching out for that. Okay. Um, so let me just share that master link. And then we got one more more positive note, right, Daniel? Brown <laughs> news. Yeah, we do. So you're talking about the master update? Yep. So I already mentioned that before, Charlie. Um, said oh, I'm sorry. I was... Okay. We're multitasking, and apparently I'm can only multitask one at a time, apparently. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so really multitasking, monotasking? I'm monotasking right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we do um, have the State of the CF Union release, so if you guys get time after you fix your servers, <laughs> go fill out that survey and share it with everybody else that, um, you know, can uh can fill that out too more information the better right because i know we we looked at that in our retreat information data where it's coming from who's wants what absolutely yeah i just posted that link out there in the chat um please go take it and yeah be honest about it if you've done it's all anonymous so if you you know still use an older thing that's okay just say be honest about it it's what we want to we want people to to do Yep, I mean, that's the thing is there, there are a lot of things we just don't have time to do. Customers don't want to update, can't pay to update, you know, it's unfortunately yeah, way. And if things were easier, we would do it more, right? So. Oh, yeah, the things I would love to learn, and I just don't have time. So. Yep, for sure. 
Okay, so let's talk about some new releases and updates. Uh, I don't actually see anything new out there, but we have a couple we want to make sure you, you've seen. And uh, one I wanted to talk about was the, in, in case you missed it, the Command Box 5.8.0 release. Um, a lot of cool stuff with that. Brad's done a lot of work and bumped out a pretty good version there. One cool thing is now whenever you do a fresh install, you get Command Box CFconfig.env, the update checker. Um, those are things that most people are using all the time and a lot of the things sort of require that. So we just started bundling it now, which is pretty neat. Um, also the cool thing is, is we actually have a config and module sync. So now if you've actually used command box on a different machine or use it on multiple machines, you can now push your configuration to ForgeBox, And then when you go to your other machine, you can pull it and that'll pull down all your settings, your keys and everything you need. But also it'll pull down whatever modules you have installed at your system. So you don't it's have to really worry nice. about remembering, Oh, did I have bullet train set up? What were my settings for this? What was my settings for that? What's my, you know, what is this key, that key? Um, sync is pretty nice. And Brad did tweet that, you know, out of, I think he said he had like a thousand people downloaded only one person had used the the sync feature and then right after that it was like another five or ten people use it um it's pretty cool it does a diff between them two so you know you can see what's different on one or the other um it's pretty cool so highly recommend uh checking out that new update some ripple improvements too um it's it's pretty cool so a lot of good work yeah. going into that and again Yep, and actually Gavin and I were in Texas with Brad when he released this. It was also kind of exciting because we're a remote company while well, remotely, but a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, we were, a bunch of us were in Texas together doing some things, and, and this is one of them. Yep. Bunch and he Brad. spent two days basically writing the documentations and getting everything <laughs> ready to release it because that's, that's how much work it takes just to document what he's done, you know, and yeah. get that out. So it's a, it's a process for sure. So, um, but yeah, months of work and always he's always working on that i swear that's what he does when he's uh sleepwalking pounding on the code but we also have a uh, another release um of note yeah. just recently well in case you missed it the first lucy six beta is released now remember it's as a beta so not production ready we all know that right right everybody <laughs> yeah shake your head yes yep they call um, it bleeding edge bleeding edge for the reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's the first beta, so check it out, download it, kick the tires, run it through. Um, but yeah, that's awesome to see the see movement made there and, and new things coming. And Yep, and again, a reminder for those um, with Lucy, they don't follow Sim very exactly. So what they do is they do the, the 6.0. So 6 is actually a paradigm, so they're in the sixth paradigm there um you know the o would be the zero major release the second zero would be the minor release and they have the builds as kind of like their their patches and so like 5.3.10 is actually paradigm five major version three and you know and then minor version 10 so um this has been coming a long time they got a lot of you know from the ground up basically it's from scratch almost so it's been a long time in the making excited about what what will actually be there they've got a lot of great stuff planned so very excited I'm out. Okay. Meetups, webinars, workshops. We got a, a few coming our way here. Um, but again, we, we're trying to keep the orders event calendar for Google up there. That'll be in the show notes. But um, this week, we're supposed to be having um, Luis Mahano speaking on CP security for our orders webinar of the month. 
Um, he's in Malaga, Spain, and just trying to figure out the time that he can do it. So, unfortunately, I can't give you an exact time right now. They're trying to figure it out with, you know, schedules. And, I mean, he might be doing like a 10 p.m. his time just to get it sometime for us. So, we'll let you know as soon as we know um, on that one. But CB Security's got a, a lot of work gone into it. I think 3.1 was released a few weeks back. So, it's got lots of cool stuff to show off. So, it doesn't help the, the time change that we just went through. Exactly. It's weird. Um, again, Ortis is a global company. We've got people all over and we're trying to schedule with different people on different continents. And for some reason, for like two weeks, when we do our time change, it's not the same as what's in Europe. And so it gets all out of whack. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is the calendar events move depending on who created it. So if I created it at a 9 a.m. on, you know, 9 a.m. Pacific, it'll change everyone's time but if someone in europe created it it won't change until their time changes so it's based on the the time from theirs so yeah it's when we get people from all over the world creating events some of them move some of them don't and it confuses everybody so but to be fair it's kind of a cool problem to have right that we're you know all over the place and global and yeah just time zones are terrible i mean like hawaii i got i meet with someone from hawaii and uh their time doesn't change at all they never change so now it's just different so for the next six months it's just going to be different <laughs> yeah so but it's all good um coming up or office hours so we did not have one in march so we apologized uh some of us were in texas and um doing some things and and I know for April, it's on Good Friday, and we are out on Good Friday. So I don't know if we're going to switch weeks or what. I have to talk internally to some people, and we'll figure some stuff out. Either way, we're going to be, uh, we'll announce it on the podcast and social medias and all that stuff whenever we figure it out. Yeah, that's a busy week yeah. anyway. We've got Dev Nexus, CF Summit East, our oh, yeah. training workshop, spring break, and Good Friday. So it's a, it's a busy week for sure. So we'll, we'll make it work, and we'll get those dates out to you. But there is something going on that week um, for those in or in around the D.C. area. If you're going to be at CF Summit East, we have that training workshop. So that Cold Fusion MVC for Dummies, uh, Luis is going to be leading that one. Um, obviously, he's the creator of the Cold Box platform, so uh, a great one-day course there. It's going to be April 4th, so it's before the CF Summit East, before the certification training. So you can still do both of those and still attend this. Um, and we got some, um, some nice you know, hands-on coding with the best practices, you know, from the man who made it himself. So uh, a lot of people love the sort of getting started workshops. It's a great way to get into Coldbox. Or if it's something you haven't had a chance to use much, they're a great way to sort of um, basically revitalize your memory uh, and sort of kick it back in and get some hands-on coding to, to get the body flowing and make everything make sense. So I know a lot of people come back to those and want to do the the, the sort of the beginner one again, just to really make sure they got everything covered and bases are covered. So, yeah. um, and if you just want to hang out with Luis for a day, it's okay too. learn yeah. some stuff. If it's newer review and well, that's yep. going to be kind of fun too. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yep. So Daniel shared the link in there. If you guys want to go look at the, well, did you, the blog post, you find I out more did. about it and sign it. So I did, I did, I did. And then, um, so recommendation, go there, go take that class, have fun, learn some cool cold box stuff. And then, you know what? You'll get certified the next day for Adobe. Gavin and I did that last fall at summit and it was 
it was interesting. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was um, good because I, uh, obviously we've been using it a long time, right? So we feel like we know a lot, but there's a little, you know, <laughs> those little edge cases or some weird stuff that you're like, wait a minute, is is that, wait, I didn't know that, that that existed. Or, you know, there's just little edge cases that I didn't know. And, you yeah. know, it's it's yeah. good. Um, so it's always good to touch up on that. And, you know, having a certification is always a, a nice thing too. And, you know, Adobe does a lot of work um, subsidizing with their marketing budget. So things are really affordable from them. So they have the the marketing budget to make that stuff um, pretty exciting. I mean, I think CF Summit isn't CF Summit free as well, or is it? I believe uh, the the government one is. I that I don't know. I think uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm gonna double check, but uh, I'm, yeah, I think it it's is. It's not free. I'm sure it's not. Much. It's complimentary. Breakfast and lunch included too. Yep. Oh, look at that. So, if you want breakfast and lunch, you know where to go. <laughs> I think Charlie's going to be there. Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, Charlie was speaking at DevNexus, to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he uh, had to turn that down so he could go speak at, um, over at CF Summit East. So, Yep, he just confirmed he will be there, and the government one is free. Um, I don't think the October one is the fall no, one. Usually they have a pretty good price. Usually the the early bird in Vegas is ninety nine, and I think it goes up yeah, to one ninety nine or two fifty or something. And I mean, I know they lose a few hundred dollars per person when they go to the conference. They they definitely like say subsidize it nicely to to give us a yeah. lot of great content. So thank you Adobe for that and uh, support them by going there. And uh, again, it's in DC. It's a great place to visit. Um, I'm sure it'll be a great conference. So. Okay, next up, we have CFCast, and we've got some new content coming out. So what do we got, Daniel? We do, as always, CFCast.com. Some of the recent releases, Mastering Command Box 5. We've got three new videos, uh, Server Rules, Server Profiles, and Task Runner Lifecycle Events. Um, so Brad's been going through. He's been on a video kick, just going through making Command Box videos. I saw the list. Uh, there's a bunch I'm going to watch because, yeah, some of it's review, but some of it's like, okay, that's how you do that. Yeah. Or I didn't know you could do that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they've got um some of them are like 13, 15 minutes long. So they're not all like little two minute videos too. Some of these are really substantial. Um, you know, some of them are a little shorter, but there's a lot of content. The next couple of weeks are already on the site scheduled, um, and there's more to come. I think we probably got another four or five weeks of command box videos releasing three a week. So lots yeah, of cool stuff coming your way there. Absolutely. And then of course we've got the latest Forge Box and VS. Forge Box Module of the Week video, the VS Code Hit and Tip and Trick of the Week series videos, those are both up there. And what's coming, Brad, with more Command Box videos and more Forge Box and VS Code podcast snippet videos. Yep, we've got some other ones in the works, but uh, we'll just keep those. We're going to talk about those. Yep, we'll <laughs> Not keep, yet. keep plugging along. So next up, we have conferences. So we've got quite a few coming up. We've got GitHub Galaxy coming at your way in uh, March 28th. And that's meant to be for a global enterprise event focused on improving efficiency, security, and developer productivity. Um, so virtual registrations um, coming up. I think it's actually almost ready. Um, and they actually have some what they call VIP summits, which I like when they, these conferences do this. It's an, in, it's an online um, conference, but they have these little, basically little sessions for breakout sessions and networking and enterprise-y um, like sort of leadership stuff in your area. So they'll actually have some major cities have their own little satellite type ones. And so sometimes you're watching big screens, sometimes they're doing local stuff. It's pretty neat. Um, so 
I think that's a, it's kind of a cool concept and I like how I think DockerCon does it now too and a few of the other bigger conferences. And so if I share my screen here. Isn't um, it free? Yeah, I believe so. So March 28th. Was the event free? Yes, it is. FAQ right on their homepage. Nice. So lots of cool stuff in there. Um, and so if we go to regions, time zone. Oh, there's actually more than one day. I thought it was just March 28th, but there's additional stuff too. So March, uh, the day three is March 31st. So there's some more sessions then as well. Interesting. So, yeah. I think I just got an email from them as well. Yeah, they probably like heard that. your phone probably um, spied on you and told them that, but... But yeah, it's got a, some good stuff there. So again, highly recommend you guys check that one out. But we also have DevNexus. And uh, Charlie said it was a tough decision to choose the Adobe conference over um, DevNexus. It's great to have uh, you know some CFML speakers at DevNexus. But um, there's always going to be a lot of people. And so there are oldest people going to be, be there at the conference. They won't be speaking, um, but they will be there. So I think Brad and Grant uh, will be at the conference and maybe a couple of others as well. So that is uh, April 4th through the 6th in Atlanta. Um, and they're, you know, they have Kubernetes, Java, software architecture stuff, Kotlin, performance tuning, JavaScript, you know, frameworks, all sorts of different stuff in there. So again, uh, a really cool, really cool event. And, uh, you know, if that's closer to you and you want to attend that one, great. If not, they can uh, see Luis and team over at CF Summit East, right, Daniel? Yep, see Luis and then see Charlie. Yeah. So, okay. So, coming up, we already mentioned these, but we'll mention it again. Um, CF Summit East, Thursday, April 6th. Um, the two days with the, uh, the, uh, I believe the 5th is the certification for Confusion, the 6th is the conference. Yep. Um, and then before that is April 4th, like we mentioned, the CF Summit East 2023 training workshop, Full Fusion MVC for dummies. Now, obviously, that dummies is tongue-in-cheek. We don't think anyone's a dummy. Yeah. He used to kind of think of me when he uh, put that towel together. It's just kind of a fun, you know, he's a fun guy. Likes yeah, to have fun. and, and those, that book stuff. line was so popular. I mean, I'm sure a few of us have bought the, you know, the sequel for dummies or, you know, like or HTML or CSS for dummies over the years. I mean, oh, I'm talking yeah. a long time ago. Those for dummies books was good because you didn't have to worry about not having, you know, you don't need to worry about any preconceived information coming in. You know that when you walk in, you're going to have the information you need uh, right there. So, yeah. So don't yeah, be put off by the name. As you can tell, like, you know, a modernizer or die, we do play a little tongue-in-cheek and have a little fun with it. But, right, but we that's because we can. We don't actually threaten you if you don't modernize, but... No, not yet. <laughs> that's the AI's <laughs> it's only job. With me. Yeah, but it's like, Daniel, why don't you modernize Jack? Come on, dude. Yeah. Okay. okay, but we also have something so... Um, in May, before um, Into the Box, we actually have another one in Malaga, Spain. So Jay on the Beach is, um, is a 
DevOps, devs, and data scientists um, together around big data type conference. Um, the Audis has a profile there, and uh, I know that they sponsored the last one. And it seems to be a pretty cool happening uh, little conference. So May 10th through the 12th in Malacca, Spain. So if you guys are in that area, check that one out. And then, of course, um, if you're in Europe and you want to go closer to London, they have the Vue.js Live. That's London uh, May 12th and 15th. And it's online and in person. So if you want to go to London, you can check it out on May 12th. They have the repeat sessions on the 15th as well. Uh, lots of speakers, workshops, and they say 10,000 people plus will be joining it. And they've got a about 300 meeting in person in London. So that's viewjslive.com. So a lot of things happening right before, but then we've got Into the Boss 2023, the 10th edition. I feel like we need some like intro music for this, Gavin. I know I should have my little clapping thing or cheering or I you know I just I just bought a an electric kazoo. We can maybe record something. <laughs> it's literally a kazoo with a little microphone you stick in the thing, and then you can pipe it through the speaker. Crazy. It was an impulse buy, and I've got issues with impulse control apparently. But anyway, <laughs> into the box, twenty twenty three, tenth edition. May 17th through 19th, 2023, the first day is workshops. Second two days are the conference we all know and love. It's again held in the Woodlands in Houston, Texas. Um, it's They're going big. It's 10 years. I mean, there'll be the mariachi band. We'll have all that beautiful weather. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I can't believe 10 years. I remember going to like early ones way back when it was in Minnesota at the CF objective pre-conference and hard to believe 10 years later. Yep. And so on the screen are some of the workshops you can see we've got the async programming and scheduling with Brad and Luis. We've got this full stack build, deploy, log and monitor your web applications with John Clawson. Um, we've got reactive front ends with CFML, CBWire and Alpine JS with Grant Copley. Um, we've got the test box getting started with BDD and TDD with Javier and Eric. And then we got building a REST API for the modern developer, and that's Daniel. And I will be helping him. They just thought uh, they won't include me yet. So, but I'll be there. I'll be a TA. I'll be I'll be the super TA for Daniel this year. So, um, yeah, those are some cool workshops, and they are adding uh, more information for day two. So some of the sessions are here. We've got some of the sessions announced. We've got more coming. So uh, some familiar names. You got Pete and Grant and. Kurt Gratz has uh, been a long time since he was at the last end of the box. I think probably end of the box four. Um, but Brad will be there. George Murphy, John Clawson, Javier, Brian Class, Nathaniel Francis, Nolan. And I know we have uh, a lot more coming your way soon. But new this year as well is we actually have these hands-on. So we have uh, a couple of basically deep dive double hands-on. So we've got Ismay and Javier doing a content box headless CMS in 100 minutes. And then Giancarlo Gomez and Luis Mahano are going to be working on human-friendly scheduled tasks. And I believe Eric is doing one on quick in 100 minutes. Uh, that's the day one hands-ons. And we've got day two stuff coming very soon. So we always like to say, uh, you know, you know, don't freak out if you haven't been announced as the first set of speakers. We've got lots more coming. Uh, we try and do them in waves because we got to wait for everybody to confirm too because you got to make sure that they can actually come after they say they could come and get everything out there. So... A lot of cool content there. But yeah, I'm excited. And remember, early bird tickets ending soon. And this year, it's in-person only. Too many yes. issues with the streaming and all sorts of problems. And 
facilities and everything else. So this is going to be in person only. Um, so if you guys want to see it, you know, try and get there and we're trying the best to make it something special. So, you know, let's do it. We hope we can see all of you there. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, at this point, a lot of conferences are kind of not, I won't say back to hundred percent normal, but they're, they're getting there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And the other thing, too, is I guess we should tease that there'll actually be some office hours blocks in there as well. So if you just want to go sit down with a couple of the oldest people, there'll be different times where you can sit down with them and just ask them questions. So more of an informal office hour sitting. So yep. we're trying to mix it up and give you guys a few more things that we've been, you know, thinking about doing for a while and we had requests for. So it's going to be different, going to get better and better. So hopefully we can see you guys there. Yep. And as always, I believe we're live casting the keynotes only. Is that correct? Yep, that's the plan. We'll try and get those um, live streamed, and we're going to try and record the other sessions for um, CFCast later, but again, it's just a lot of work to try and get everything ready, and there's always something that goes wrong, technical difficulties, and you know, we just want to focus on making the conference the best we can for people there, and then we'll you know, try and make those videos available um, later if possible. So, Yep. Okay, so you'll definitely be hearing a lot more of that as we go, and lots of good fun stuff you know check out social medias we're posting there and, and all that too um but anyway we also have well not we but there is also viewcoff.us in new orleans new orleans new orleans louisiana may 24th to 26th jazz code view it's a workshop days the 24th the main conference the 25th and 6th uh check that out obviously if you can only do one come into the box but you can also check them out. Yep. I'm also curious, you know, if you guys are in the chat, are there any other conferences you're going to that we don't mention? You know, we're happy to mention some other ones. I know people venturing out to other conferences like to be able to catch up with CFML people there too. Um, so, yeah, let us know. Um, and then CF Camp is back. So June 22nd, 23rd, the Marriott Hotel Munich Airport in Freising. The call for speakers is open, but by the time you listen to the list, they're probably closed closing tonight uh 3 a.m pacific so 5 a.m central tomorrow it will be closed uh, maximum five topic submission so for most of you you should be fine there's only a couple of people like nolan and Luis that might be over the limit um <laughs> but cfcamp.org it's a great conference heard so much about it um and so if you guys can make it it'll be really good a lot of people making the the visit over from this side to that side but over the pond there's lots of great cfml people there um so it'll be really good too so yeah excited they're back what was the last one they had was it 19 i think it was right before uh covid yeah yeah so it's a it's a really good one so yeah get your get your topic submissions in there you know and uh it makes it much more affordable if you get hotel and tickets to get into the conference you just got to get there and you know enjoy a little scenery while you're on the way or on the way back so and then more conferences, um, comps.tech has a lot of great stuff. And then we've got another one, a uh, GitHub link for people who are maybe wanting to submit to other conferences. So lots of cool stuff out there. Okay. Whew. Blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. Tweet, tweet, tweet. So we got a, a whole slew by Ben. So uh, I'm not sure if we should dive into each one in too much detail because he's gone on a, on a sort of a turbo... Uh, rampage and it's it's hot wire 
Lucy CFML nesting stuff, and it's it's really cool. Uh, it's basically another one similar to like the live wire CB wire stuff, just a, a slightly different technology, a lot of the same stuff, um, same approaches. And so, in one of them, Ben's talking about when you you know submit a form that you can basically style the the buttons on the fly. Another one, he actually uses a rendering flyout form. So the panel actually slides out, um, and then he uses the hot wire to control the content of that frame. And looks at things about like using um, the JavaScript to be able to refocus the element when you come back. So if you're submitting a, like a to-do list type thing, if you're typing in a box and you hit enter, it'll submit the form. And when it comes back, then he refocuses the inputs. You can keep typing for the next one, um, and you sort of go from there. Um, the only one that isn't actually hotwire based is he accidentally used a return instead of an exit on a, a CFML template. And so that was kind of interesting. They was working through um, that there. So he's got lots of cool blog posts there. I mean, to be honest, those are all of our blog posts for this week. <laughs> no one else has stepped <laughs> up. But um, yeah, so a lot of good ones. And I thought it was kind of interesting about the return. I, I mean, I use returns instead of continues and exits, you know, in those loop cycles and, and everything else. And I just didn't think about using it for more of a, a view like in a CFML template versus a CFC function or, or a loop or whatnot. Um, I guess it was in his controller actions. That makes sense. But anyway, it's a, a lot of good stuff with Ben. Uh, Daniel's posted a bunch of uh, titles and links in there. So if you guys want to look in, he has a lot of good uh, Hotwire videos now. Sorry, not videos, blog posts, but a lot of them have videos. So please, you know, go watch that, check it out. And again, if you are a Coldbox user, uh, a lot of the similar things are already built in with CBY. Ground's doing a great, uh, great lot of work with the CBY stuff. And that is basically the you know the cold box way to do the similar things that that ben is doing so highly recommend go checking out a couple of the videos that grant's done uh, they're up on cfcast from webinars but also from the conference last year too very very cool stuff so well, if you really want to learn cb wire not to hijack but he's doing a workshop into the box good good segue there reactive front ends with cfml cb wire and alpine js Yep, and it's really cool. I did some work on it, and you might see some uh, something popping out soon because one of the tweets that Brad mentioned that I didn't put on this list was that Audis has been doing some GPT, chat GPT AI stuff recently. So we got something coming very, very, very <laughs> soon. And there's some CB wire in there. There's some chat GPT. There's some Odyssey goodness. Um, there is a lot less blood in the logo than the AI <laughs> that I wanted because uh, I thought um, modernize or die, uh, you better do it or the AI will get you. But uh, yeah. So, so I thought you were just projecting, you know, what it took to figure out how to do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we got something coming very, very, very soon. Um, so I was actually hoping to be able to announce it today at the podcast, but not quite there yet. But uh, keep an eye out for that. So teaser, teaser. But um. But yeah, but CB wire, I got, that was my first time actually using it in a real application. Um, it's very cool. And if you yes. haven't done view or react or anything else, like it makes so much more sense just to pick that up for, you know, sprinkling into your, your HTML. And it's really very cool. Now, if you're going to go full spot app or something, you know, view and react is cool, but 
I really dig CB wire, um, you know, and most of the stuff just made sense from what I did know from view. There's a couple of different things, but if you're starting fresh, like I'm sure it'll be uh, a great learning experience. And I know Grant's already talking about ways to make it easy to onboard and more videos and yeah, he's, he's doing a great job of it. So thanks Grant for all you do there. And again, if you're not using Coldbox and you want to use something similar, Hotwire that Ben's been working on is pretty cool. Um, I wonder if you guys can wrap into a little non-cold box uh, setup, but yeah, very cool. And there's always been posts, you know, cold examples and stuff that get you, you know, get you where you want to go. And so it's all good. Yeah. I, I just like the way that we're sort of, you know, everything works in cycles and it's basically more of a, you know, an Ajaxy binding type approach than, you know, a full page JavaScript setup. And so it's just, you know, cycling back more to the server with little bits of JavaScript, sprinkling the more server in and yeah, it's, it's definitely cool to see the cycles and again, figure out the best tool for the job, right? That's what we should be doing. So, okay, find a job. Let's see what do we have on the get CFML jobs today? Well, we have one new job listed this week. Uh, it's a full-time full stack Confusion Lucy developer remote in Vancouver, Canada. It was posted on March 8th. Um, and then there's, don't forget, there's the jobs channel, the CFL Slacks team, and the Box team Slack now, too. Go check them out. If looking for a job, we, we're promoting each other. Yep, for sure. The eSport Desk. Ooh. So that's the job description. eSport Desk, a business with personnel in Vancouver and Toronto, Canada, seeking a skilled and experienced full-stack Fusion developer to join either full-time or part-time. Obviously, they want at least three years experience with ColdFusion, Lucy, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. But um, but yeah, so it's an esports related one. Huh. I'm kind of curious. What are they doing? Don't get excited too. Don't get too excited, Gavin. You're not going anywhere. Oh, that's what you think. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, just interesting. So online registration. Oh, so it's um interesting. So yeah. Registration and sports management, membership management, and everything else. So it wasn't esports, but it's getting your sports hooked up. So, okay, that makes more sense. I was like, man, they're going to do some cool, crazy esport thing. But very Talk cool. Cool companies. I saw Mark Drew posted this week or last week. The distro kid is hiring, although I don't think it's for Cold Fusion. But um, I've been learning more about distro kid. It's just kind of a cool site and technology. I'm going to be playing with it at some point. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're, aren't they like one of the biggest music um, yeah. providers behind the scenes? I mean, yeah, they do some some very interesting things. And so a lot of the people over at Lucy and um, it used to be like the Raylo team. Um, I forget what the, the name of the company is. Raja, I think it is. Raja, Gert, and all them. A lot of them work um, through DistroKid. And so, oh, I, didn't know the, I knew Mark did. Yeah. Actually, I didn't know Mark did until I saw his like you know, anniversary on LinkedIn recently. And like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Um, a lot of the European, big European CFML developers I know are actually working with them or work for them as contracting. And so they're doing some pretty, some pretty big, cool stuff. So yeah, I'll be opening my account with them this year. <laughs> nice. Okay, so ForgeBox Module of the Week. Um, this one has actually got quite a lot of attention um, recently from our development team. Um, but I'm surprised we hadn't actually posted it before. So this is the Amazon S3 SDK, um, and that is up on ForgeBox. And for those who want to check it out, I'll share my screen. But it's it's kind of 
a cold box module that just lets you tap into the, the S3 protocol. So you can tie into Amazon S3, but also DigitalOcean Spaces. And so I know Google has their own, um, you know, blocks and Azure has their own things. So basically, if it follows the S3 protocols um, and the interface, then this can connect to it. So the requirements, obviously, Lucy 5, Adobe 2018 plus. Um, but basically just install it and then you can set up all your access keys. Now there's a whole bunch of stuff in here, but this actually allows you to do it without Coldbox. So this is the standalone setup. So even if you're not using Coldbox, you can do it. You just have to create the S3 SDK instance and pass in all the goodies that you need. And there's lots of cool options too, like the default bucket names. And because with S3, there's obviously lots of buckets and lots of settings and encryption keys and algorithms and, and everything else. But usually the defaults work pretty good and you can see most of them are here. But uh, the cool thing we just added recently um, was for big files. Um, I know Brian Klaus has mentioned this so many times. And actually, I think at CF Summit last year is where I heard he mentioned that with the S3 SDK, you can actually do like a pre-post call to get a pre-signed URL. So you can actually directly upload big files straight to S3. So Forgebox now, if you're uploading big files, instead of going through the OWL, Cold Fusion server and having to suck up all that RAM as uploading this big file, and then we have to put it over to S3. When you go to upload through Forgebox, we hit Forgebox, say, hey, we're uploading a package, this is the details, and it goes to S3 and says, okay, we're going to upload this file, and basically gets like this URL, and then the browser automatically sends it straight to S3 and then tells us when it's done. And it's real cool, uh, it really stops your server getting smashed when you're doing lots of uploads. Um, but there's lots of other cool features. Obviously, you can download files and generate the the temporary URLs so people can get a you know access to a private file for a temporary um, link. And so a lot of times you'll do, use that on your page. Really neat, really cool. Um, yeah, and again, works inside and outside of Coldbox, which I know a lot of people get mad if we don't have it work outside of Coldbox. But it's a little bit more work, but uh, you can do it. So. Yeah, I'm really excited to try and tie this into to more and more stuff. So, especially with uh, all the scheduling and, and task tools, you know, CBQ and everything, mm -hmm. basically stack up a bunch of things and just have it process off through S3. So there you go. So Amazon S3 SDK. And just so you know, it's using the REST stuff. So if you're using the Java um, SDK, you have to download about 450 megs of jars. And so that's why we use the REST API, but it handles the signatures and all that too. So, um, but yeah, just a, a side note there. So, okay. Anything to add to that one, Daniel? No, it's uh, apparently Amazon Web Services is not a fad. It's here to stay. <laughs> no, it's actually really cool. We're using this in some projects and it's just so nice just being able to just work with s3 put up our files download our files get our signatures to download the files yep and remember cbfs the cb file system uses this under the covers so you don't even have to worry about mm -hmm. amazon as long as you got your credentials you say hey store this file it'll figure out where you want to store it whether it's local or amazon or whatever because cb file services abstracts away the details so yeah so yeah locally you can just have it do locally but in production maybe you want to use s3 you could do that with cbfs why not yep exactly Okay, VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week, and this one was actually prompted by uh, James Moberg in the on the Twitter verse. So he was asking if anybody uses REST client by How Chow Mao. Is that how you say it? I'm really bad with Asian yeah, I names. Know. I apologize in advance for anyone who might be offended. 
but uh, I'm sorry, I'm not very good with those names. I'm I can barely say my own name apparently if you ask Americans. So anyway, <laughs> so the risk client Gavin, is Gavin hard to say. Um, when I first got here, I used to wear a necklace with baby blocks on it that had my name, so I could point to it because nobody could get it right. They called me Kevin and Jevin and Javin and Devin and Jeff. I don't know how they get Jeff out of Gavin, but a lot of people oh, call wow. me Jeff. So whatever. Um, yeah, apparently it is. <laughs> but uh, so 3.2 million installs of this uh, app. Um, and previously, I think we covered this in 2020. So just over like two and a half years ago, it had like 700,000. So quite a lot of uh, growth since. But the cool thing is it's a REST client that allows you to send HTTP requests and view the response in VS Code directly. Um, so it's pretty neat. There's got a lot of features in here. You can cancel, rerun requests. You can use GraphQL query and whatever editor stuff. You can use curl directly. You can have multiple requests in a single file. Um, you can view the image response in the pane, you know, fold and unfold. A lot of the things that you're used to. Um, the cool thing is that you can save these files along with your code. And that's something that James said is like, um, you can save these .rest files and basically in your code, you can have a bunch of, you know, all your stuff in there and, you know, don't have to go too far. You can copy paste and then just do a final replace on it. So it's much easier to update than like Postman where you might duplicate or something and then change it here and there. So a lot of cool options, but it does have a lot of support. So this is something I've I used a little bit, but not, not much. And I've changed a lot. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. So, um, yeah, you guys might want to, you know, check this out. Um, I think it's a pretty cool VS Code extension and, you know, something if you want to run something straight in your, your editor, it's kind of nice. Um, well, I, I can see the value in um, storing like all your different requests as part of the repo. Um, and then if, you know, someone else pulls it down and wants to be able to test some stuff, yeah, just grab it and go. And Yeah, I mean, look at this demo here. I mean, you just, you just click and then right next to it has the response. It, has, it tells you how long it takes to respond. So you got the milliseconds there. Um, you know, so pretty neat. And like you got the, like I said, the, the three pound signs between your requests. You can basically set up a bunch of previews and get that data right there. So it's kind of a slick little, little tool. So, nice. um, and yeah, like I said, you can add query strings in there too. And then it has like the multiple line for the query strings to make it more readable. Um, you can do the request headers and bodies and, and everything. It's pretty it's neat. James just posted it's low frills and just works. Gotta love it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I say I like Postman. I use it all the time and everything else. There's a few other ones out there as well. Um, but neat. Just like I said, sometimes it's nice to have it there. And and again, with Postman, I use Swagger to generate, you know, CB Swagger generates the Swagger documents. I import it into Postman. And then I usually have to go in and wire up the test to order set the, you know, authentication keys and set up some variables or whatever. But I'm sure with this, we can you know, make it a little more flexible. So, um, and again, having it right in the code is kind of nice just to be able to grab it real quick and away we go. Nice. Thanks, James. Yeah. So again, I've used it, but I got to use it more. Like all of these extensions, there's so much cool stuff in here. So VS Code, just tons and tons of stuff that you can use. Okay. Well, let's get to our Patreon. So thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Again, uh, without them personally supporting our projects, we wouldn't be able to do as much as we do with Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box, Content Box, Test Box, and all the other boxes out there. Um, again, this helps 
fund the cloud infrastructure. It helps fund all those products and tools, you know, works towards getting information out to you. So it helps us with the podcasts, this one and the other podcasts we do. And, uh, yeah, it's just really important to, to thank them. Like I said, it does mean a lot to us. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. And don't forget, we do have annual membership. So if you pay by the year, you save 10%. So that's, that's awesome for not just businesses, but everybody. Uh, Browns packages it up. You can now get a Forgebox Pro account and a CFCast subscription as a perk. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website. All supporters have their own private forum access on the community website. And all Patreon supporters have their own private channel across, or sorry, access on the Box Team Slack. Yep. So. And- yeah, Autos Community, uh, community.autosolutions.com is you know a great resource there. And again, use that. And the Slack channel is good too. You know, uh, so we try and give a little bit more attention to the the Patreons to, to say thanks. But again, we have those perks. So hopefully, um, you know, we'll get more and more out to you in the future. Um, and we love just, you know, having supporters and then being able to see them and, inter- you know, work with them. And it's nice, you know, we have several of the, the supporters speaking you know, at this year's end of the box. We've got Nolan Irk. We've got, um, well, David, Dan Card's actually, you know, an autism person, but he's speaking to David Bellinger's going to be speaking. Giancarlo is helping Luis with a workshop. So a lot of cool, uh, you know, cool to see them so involved in the community, you know, and I know there's a, a lot of other, you know, great supporters that are always there at our workshops and always there. And so we thank you guys for supporting us. And again, pull requests, issues, all of those things are all very important too, where we want to thank everybody for their support. Um, but these Patreons are our top Patreons. So, so thank you. So I want to, again, just thank our top ones. This is not our complete list. These are just the top Patreons. So special mention for John Wilson of Symmetrics, Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Ballinger, Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee from Sunstar Media, Dean Wander, Nolan Irk, Abdul Rahim, and many, many more. So... Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, we do try and keep our list up to date on the Auto Solutions website, and that was just posted in the chat there. And uh, yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff happening. So again, if you're going to speak at CF Camp, submit it today. Early bird tickets for ITB are coming out, uh, basically ending uh, as our schedule gets finalized. So do that now. Any other homework for them, Daniel? Uh, keep an eye on the socials for something cool hopefully this week oh yeah so watch the social media i know what it is and it's cool i'm not gonna tell you you have to watch the socials yep so cool cool you guys have a great week uh thanks everybody in the chat and uh yeah we'll see you all soon thanks everyone bye show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.